Let us enter into the reverent worship of our glorious God this morning by turning to Hebrews chapter 1. Hebrews chapter 1. There's a particular reason why we are assembled in this place this morning, and we want to always remember that reason. And we want to make sure that the Lord Jesus Christ gets all the preeminence in this house. Because that's what our beloved brother Paul taught us in Colossians chapter 1. There's a great difference made between the people of God and the people of the world. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. It is a terrible tragedy. It is blasphemous rebellion that He was in the world, and the world was made by Him, And the world knew Him not. And the only reason we know Him is by His grace in our lives. And we want to celebrate that fact today in the different ways that the New Testament gives us to celebrate that fact. We are thankful for the Son of God, the Lord Jesus Christ, who came in the fullness of time, was made of a woman. That's like every other son that you know was made of a woman, made under the law to redeem us that were under the law. I want to start with Hebrews chapter 1 and just read to you the first four verses about the blessed privilege of the New Testament living on this side of the cross, knowing about the Son of God. Hebrews chapter 1. God, who at sundry times and in divers manners spake in time past unto the fathers by the prophets, hath in these last days spoken unto us by his Son, whom he hath appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the worlds, who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person and upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had by himself purged our sins, sat down on the right hand of the majesty on high, being made so much better than the angels as he hath by inheritance obtained a more excellent name than they. Amen Amen and amen. God spoke to the Jewish fathers by the prophets in times past. Some of those prophets were Moses, Samuel, David, Isaiah, Jeremiah, Haggai, Malachi, and so forth. Sundry times and in divers manners, he spoke by the prophets. He did not speak to them by his son. Why? He didn't have a son yet. And so he spoke to them by the prophets. But in these last days, this is the New Testament era the last dispensation before eternity, in these last days he has spoken unto us by his Son. And the Apostle Paul was able to write this nearly 2,000 years ago. He's appointed this Son heir of all things. What does that say to you this morning? That you are an heir of all things because you're a joint heir with the Lord Jesus Christ. 
What a blessed privilege. Appointed heir of all things by whom also he made the worlds. I hope that reminds you of John 1, 3. All things were made by him. Without him was not anything made that was made. It goes on to describe the incarnate Son of God as being the brightness of God's glory and the express image of his person. The closest you're ever going to get to seeing God is seeing the Lord Jesus Christ. He upholds all things by the word of his power. Not only did he create them, he sustains them, and by him all things consist. Molecules and nuclei measured any way you wish, it all consists by the power of his word. When he purged our sins by himself. All modern versions of the Bible, Greek or English, Leave out two words in that third verse, by himself. We know that it was by himself without our assistance and without the assistance of any others, especially a mediatrix of Mary or other ideas of the Roman Catholic Church. He sat down because his work was finished. And so he intercedes for us there at the right hand of the majesty on high. It goes on to say in that fourth verse, being made so much better, so much better, than the angels. Now it tells us in chapter 2 that he was made a little lower than the angels in his humiliation when he was born in this world as a man. He took on himself the nature of the seed of Abraham. He did not take on himself the nature of angels. He was made a little lower than the angels. Why? Hebrews 2 tells us, for the suffering of death. But when he was resurrected and ascended up into heaven... He was given a title by inheritance that none of them have. Son of God. And so much is wrapped up in this particular event of His resurrection and His ascension into heaven where He was formally and officially declared to be the Son of God. Psalm 2-7 The Lord said unto me, This day have I begotten thee. Thou art my Son, this day have I begotten thee. Psalm 2-7. That wasn't in eternity. That wasn't at his incarnation in Mary's womb. That was at his resurrection and ascension. And how do we know that? Because Acts 13-33, the Apostle Paul takes it and applies it to his resurrection and ascension. And because Paul does it again right here. Because it goes on to say, verse 5, Thou art my son, this day have I begotten thee. When did that take place? His ascension into heaven after his resurrection where he was formally shown to be the Son of God. And that's when he received this name by inheritance. He was called the Son of God from his birth. But he received it by inheritance for the whole universe when he was promoted over the angelic realm, being made so much better than all of them. Because unto which of the angels said he at any time... Thou art my son. That was never said to them in the way that it was said to the Lord Jesus Christ. We are here today. Though weak in our flesh, though distracted in our minds, to worship the Son of God, the Lord Jesus Christ. He is our Savior. He is our Lord. He is our brother. He is our high priest. He is the only real bishop of our souls. He is the great shepherd of the sheep. He's the cornerstone of this church. He's the head of this church. 
He is the Alpha and the Omega. He's the author and the finisher of our faith. He is all in all to us. He's the fairest of 10,000, and He's the chiefest of any creatures God ever made. And the Lord Jesus Christ in His human nature was made. It tells us that repeatedly in the Bible. He was made of a woman, made under the law, to redeem them, that is us, that were under the law. The book of Hebrews is a wonderful epistle where Paul seeks to convince and confirm Jewish believers not to go back from their profession of faith in Jesus Christ. So he compares the Lord Jesus to all sorts of the best elements of the Old Testament worship. He starts with prophets, and he only takes about three verses to show that Jesus was superior to the prophets. Then he takes up angels for two chapters, the rest of this chapter and chapter 2, because he's been made so much better than them. This is why we're here today, to give him all the preeminence. What a Savior and Lord we have, the Son of God. We were born by God's choice on this side of the cross to rejoice in the revelation of His Son to us. Let us pray. Holy Father in heaven, O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is Thy name in all the earth. We thank Thee, Holy Father, that You sent Your Son to be our Savior. We thank Thee that in the fullness of time He was made in the womb of a virgin, brought forth by the power of the highest and the overshadowing of the Holy Ghost. And we thank Thee for Him. We thank Thee that He is far superior to the prophets of old, that they themselves prophesied of Him as the living God in flesh. Emmanuel, God with us. We thank Thee that Thou hast made Him so much better than the angels. We thank Thee that Thou hast appointed Him heir of all things, and us joint heirs with Him of all things. Heavenly Father, we bless Thee and praise Thee in Thy house this morning. We thank Thee for Thy precious Word, inspired and preserved and brought to us, and that You have given us an understanding of it, which is eternal life, to know Thee and Thy Son, Jesus. We pray that this day, All that is said and done, all the thoughts of our hearts, the words of our lips, will be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. We pray that Jesus Christ will have the preeminence in all that we do. Lord, guide us. Do not let us misdivide a single clause of your precious word. Show us your Son by the power and the witness of the Holy Spirit. Fill us with thy spirit to overflowing. Heavenly Father, let him be among us and within us and over us, directing and guiding the worship this day, that it will be pleasing in thy sight and that it will reveal Christ accurately to us, that our attention and our affection will be fully taken up with him. We thank thee for him. Heavenly Father, we pray no less of a blessing upon all the churches of saints scattered throughout the world. Every sincere minister of yours called by the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray for the same blessing upon them that with great boldness 
they will make known the mystery of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Defend them. Empower them. Uphold them. Cause their people to submit to them. Let them open the word of God and be perfectly, thoroughly furnished unto all good works because of it. Heavenly Father, we pray for those saints under their care that You will strengthen them, guide them, lead them, forgive them, comfort them, and convict them that sinners may be converted to Thee today in this place and everywhere else. Your name is called upon in sincerity and truth. We thank Thee for our great nation. We thank Thee for our rulers. We pray Your blessing upon them. We supplicate Thee for them. We intercede for them. Because most of them will not be calling upon Thee this day for the help they need. So we intercede on their behalf and give Thee thanks for choosing us to be born in the greatest of nations. Preserve this nation for the sake of our children and our children's children. Let the word of the Lord have free course in this nation. And O Lord, if there is yet a miracle left for this country, America, grant there to be a revival among your people that are within her shores. Father, forgive us our sins. We still have every lust in our members. And we look forward to that day when we shall leave this sin-ridden corpse behind and shall be united with thee in glorified bodies, made perfect, even like the Lord Jesus Christ. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Lead us and guide us. Our trust is in Thee. We thank Thee for the living Word that You sent into this world to be our Savior in flesh. And we thank Thee for the written Word that You have preserved to us. And in it we trust for everything that we believe. Heavenly Father, we have bet our lives in this world and we gladly do so on the authority of Scripture and eternal life in the world to come on the same source. Bless us this day. Lead us and guide us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.